Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back. It is Tuesday, February 8th. Um, again, I'm Kim here with Heather. And um, Tuesday is one of my favorite days because I get to hear people's testimonies um, and just little stories about their lives um, and their faith journey. And so it is my favorite and uh, maybe not everybody, every guest's favorite to come up with those uh, <laughs> testimonies, I guess. But um I think it's a cool way to get to know one another and just kind of where we're at in life. Mm -hmm. So would you be willing to share um, a little bit of your testimony with us? Yeah. So like everyone, we could spend two hours sharing our testimony. So um, tried to kind of break mine up into three different stages of kind of growing up, college, and 2016. So you have to bear with me a little bit. Um, I have a hard time talking about it without crying. So I'll try not to cry this time. But yeah, so to start, um, I grew up with my mom taking my sister, brother, and I to a small Methodist church most Sundays. Um, my dad stayed at home. Um, we went for the community of people outside, outside Sunday services, though. Um, we didn't talk about our faith. Um, I hate admitting this, but around age 14, um, I turned my back on God and started identifying as atheist. So by around age 17, I quit going to church. So fast forwarding to probably my junior year of college, um, started to really take the time to explore my faith. Um, my junior and senior year, I had two girls, uh, Sarah and Sydney. They were wonderful role models to me, and they're really a big part of the reason that made me want to turn my life around and become a Christian. Um, so after graduation, I started attending church again, reading my Bible. Um, at this point, I considered myself a Christian. Um, I had accepted Jesus into my heart, I mean, into my mind at this point. Um, I moved to Zealand probably around summer 2014, right after Chris and I got engaged. Um, as time went on, though, 2016 was a really hard year for me. Um, Chris and I are still living in Zealand, and we had no friends or family in the area. Um, I'm someone that just really craves those deep relationships that are really meaningful, and I had no one in Michigan at that time. So that was just, it was really hard. And one day I remember waking up, and I just realized, like, if an emergency happened, I just felt like we had no one local that we could even call um, and ask for help. And that just led me into this very deep, dark depression. Kind of hard to explain. I was really happy in my marriage, but then every day all I could think about was wanting to end my life. So one of the things that really just helped keep pushing me day to day to like not end my life was, um, this is the hard part where it talks about, mm -hmm. it's just so sad. Um, was just that fear of living eternal life in hell, right? That's just a really scary thought in I just remember, um, sorry, <laughs> like I said, it's hard for me to talk about, but um, I just remember one of the darkest days of my life. I got online and I Googled, can Christians go to heaven if they commit suicide? And, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, after reading several articles, though, it saved my life. I, just, I remember reading those articles and I walked away remembering I need to live and I need to live with Jesus as my lifeline. And I, I just, to this day, I remember the pain I felt. I just dropped to my knees that day, just sobbing, literally crying out to God uncontrollably and just repenting. Um, in that moment, though, I accepted Jesus, not just in my mind, but I accepted in my heart, my soul, and like every fiber of my being without a doubt. So 
probably the worst day of my life became the best day of my life. So that was just really cool. Um, going forward, Chris and I then made some very drastic changes in our life, right? When you become a Christian, you can't keep living the way you were before. And just accepting Jesus in your mind is not enough because he was in my heart. So with the love and help of Jesus over time, my depression, um, Jesus helped cure that without pharmaceuticals. And that was just really cool to see. Um, so I was just thankful to this day for Jesus literally saving my life that day and giving us all the opportunity um, to live an eternal life with him. So, yeah, that's kind of my testimony that hard to talk about, but so, so thankful for. Wow. Wow. Wow, Heather. <laughs> um, I'm tearing up, but yeah, like there is such rejoicing. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Um, Ooh, I almost feel like we could end this right now because like that testimony needed to be shared. Um, and I don't know that anything in scripture we have today um, is going to top that because that's an awesome story. Um, and I'm sure living it, that right, those tears come because mm -hmm. that was deep and dark. Mm -hmm. um, and yet God totally turned it around for you. And mm -hmm unreal um and i know like those moments like i i share a moment like that where like life had just seemed very normal i guess for me it was just mm -hmm. going through the motions for most of my life as far as faith goes um that knowledge head knowledge of who god was who mm -hmm. jesus was all those things right they they're true but coming to a point where it you don't have any other mm -hmm. right like that knowledge isn't enough. It is not. And that's know, hard to accept. You. No, yeah. it does not. Um, so when you get to that dark moment mm -hmm. and God just reached down clearly into your life, you know, and brought you to your knees. And mm -hmm. I find that God does that when he wants to make that personal connection with us. Mm -hmm. It usually requires dropping us to our knees. It's painful, very painful. But is it worth it? A, a time and time again, time and time again. Right. Yeah. Well, I am just going to say praise God right now <laughs> for your life, mm -hmm. for your testimony, as I've gotten to know you a little bit, um, not knowing that story. Um, now I see why there's like this draw towards you, <laughs> um, I feel, you know, um, and you're a very quiet person. You and your husband are both very quiet, reserved people. So not somebody who would necessarily draw attention, but yet. Now I know why I've got this like soul connection here, right? Like we shared these, like Jesus is just everything, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that's awesome. So thank you for sharing that um, and your tears, right? Like that's real community and that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. So um, I appreciate your vulnerability there. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening to it. I've always just talked one-on-one -on -one about it and. But I knew actually the day I walked into this church that that was here's where I was going to have to share that testimony with more people. So I truly knew that. And I told Chris what? that. And so here we are. <laughs> there we here go. We yeah, and that's something like God just speaks mm -hmm. into our lives in different ways. And um, now I understand your hesitancy yeah. when I first asked you <laughs> because you knew that you were going to have to share it somehow and that this might uh -huh. be the platform. Um, but then your obedience, because you knew God was telling you that you'd have to share the story someday. Um, and here we are. I am grateful. I'm honored that you shared that on the podcast with us. Like, yeah. Well, thanks. And I do want to say if anyone is ever going through something like that, 
I am that person you can come to. Zero judgment, happy to listen. So, yeah, it, and that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. People walking out their faith, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have an experience that not everybody has. And so you can share mm-hmm. how you got through those times, right? Like you, you can walk alongside somebody, which mm-hmm. is what you needed desperately at the time. Yeah. Um, God obviously knew that you needed him. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why you had that kind of separation yeah. from any other options mm-hmm. so that it would get you right to him only. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't need other people to come around us. So mm-hmm. I, I'm grateful for you sharing that and offering that up. Yeah. And uh, hopefully our listeners will, you know, be humble enough if they're in that place mm-hmm. to seek you out. Cause I think that's great to have people alongside you for those things. Yeah, for sure. That's what the community of faith is about. Absolutely living it out. So thank you. Well, um, I don't know that we had a whole lot in Psalms one anyway, which is our scripture for today. Um, so that's a good thing that testimony Tuesday, um, <laughs> was far more important. Um, but let's get into scripture because that's what everybody was expecting mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Um, would you read Psalm one for us today, please? Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but who delight in the law of the Lord and who meditate on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by a stream of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaves do not wither, but whether they do prosper, whatsoever they do prosper, not so the wicked. They are the chaff. They are like chaff. And the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteousness. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Thank you. Um, I'm sure our listeners are sensing the same thing from this passage as we did, as we talked about how this day flows. Um, But what was it that you said, like, and you put it very well, I think, about this passage for today in comparison to yesterday. Yeah, I just feel like the two complement each other really well and are basically very similar, just repeating one another and with different words. Yeah. Um, and now that I kind of in hindsight look at this, I think, well, I guess God had that planned because yeah. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot to add to this because it is very similar to Jeremiah yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had extra time for the testimony and, mm-hmm. uh, that you shared. So, um, so it is interesting to me that they are very similar. Um, I believe this is a psalm from David. So um, maybe David reflecting on what Jeremiah wrote in the prophecy back then, um, possibly. And so he's just reiterating that. Um, but I liked how um, one of the things I looked into, the it, it gives a list of the blessed man does not do certain things. So, like, in the first part, it talks about the blessed mm-hmm. man. You know, the like, those are the positive things, right? So that's the mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, but it gives the list of things they do not do. Mm-hmm. You know, they do not walk in the, the counsel of ungodly, I think is how my version put it. Um, meaning we don't reach out to people um, with our minds. Mm-hmm to ungodly people, right? Like who we seek 
help and information from, mm -hmm. we need to be wise and discerning about, you I, know? I think too, I interpreted this as well as so you just have to be very selective and careful who you let in your innermost circle of friends. I'm not saying we can't be friends with lots of different people, but those your really inner innermost circle, you really need to make sure that those people are walking with God on a daily basis and living and through the Bible, right? Like reading their Bible, being with it and protect yourself to make sure that you're going to people with that good advice, godly advice, because if you're not careful and you let the wrong people into that most inner circle, you're going to start getting godless advice and not realizing it possibly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we need to be, again, wise and discerning and know where mm -hmm. to find good counsel. Well, we know it's all in the scripture. So if mm -hmm. you're seeking counsel from other people, it's not a bad thing. But we want those people to be also in the scripture. So we want them to know. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's a great way to put it. Um, the other thing it says, don't stand nor stands in the path of sinners. Like to me, that spoke like a path is of a direction, right? Like you're you're on a on a path. You're heading in a direction. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be on the path with the sinners. No, right? They have a clear path. The godly have a clear path. Jeremiah, you know, spoke of what that looked like. Mm -hmm. um, and so, we got to be careful that we're not standing in that path. We don't want to be on that side. We don't be flirting with going down that path mm -hmm. um, in that direction. Um, so I thought that was like another, like kind of a, an action. They all seem to be action, I guess, mm -hmm. except for the last one, which I guess is sitting, um, nor sits in the seat of mockers. Um, someone, when I was looking up, it mentioned that sitting being a belonging, you know, like we're sitting here. Mm -hmm. And so this is where we're at. Like we belong in this room. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't want to sit in the company or belong mm -hmm. to that group of people who are mockers. Or I think some of it, my research, you know, digging deeper, like what does that mean? Um, but really, I think what the mockers they were saying is referring to people who criticize um Maybe not just people not in the faith, but more specifically, those who are Christians mm -hmm. or godly people. You know, you don't want to sit amongst and belong to the group that is constantly attacking your fellow Christians. Mm -hmm. um, well, well, that was a good, a good reminder. Yeah, I do um, like that as a reminder. Um, and I thought that also another thing I read was saying a progression of sin first walk in the council. That's a thinking, mm -hmm. um, the stance and path of sinners. That's a, a doing, you know, mm -hmm. like your, your way, your direction, your doing. And then the last one, not sitting in the seat of mockers is the belonging mm -hmm. or the being. Um, so think, do, be, it kind of is a progression. How you think will be how you walk mm -hmm. and how you walk is where you'll be, right? That's who you belong to. And we want to belong to the godly. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's important to think about that. And he says, the blessed man or godly man does spend time in God's word and meditates on it. Not just reads it, but meditates on it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important to remember. Like These are things we don't do, but this is what we do mm -hmm. do. Um, so I think, yeah, sums up again somewhat Jeremiah. Yeah, it does. So, um, <laughs> 
any other like story or action or blessing as we close out the day? Yeah, I did have a story for this one. Um, so I do actually remember reading this verse and I had a friend that I had been friends with probably for about 15 years and I was finding being around her um, was not necessarily allowing me to walk that righteous path and wasn't always following God. And I was going to her for advice and not always God for advice. And I prayed long and hard about it. Probably one of the hardest things I've done is I had to end that friendship. And honestly, ending that friendship felt like a death, but I really had to pick between, do I follow God's way or do I stay in this friendship that's holding me back and taking the wrong path? And I had to follow what God really felt like I needed to be doing to make sure that he was my number one priority. Yeah. So, And I, I really do remember reading Psalms, like going through making that decision. And it was hard, but it was the decision that needed to be made. So, Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gives us the strength in those hard decisions, yeah. right? When we know that the right way is taking an opposite path, opposite mm-hmm. direction. Um, and not relying on that other person who, again, like we build deep relationships with people. Yeah. Um, and they're not always intended to be bad ones. No. But sometimes they can be bad. Mm-hmm. They can turn out to be bad or um, not wise, mm-hmm. right? Um, I always go to the scripture. I don't remember where it's found, but where it says, above all else, guard your heart. Mm-hmm. Like God does not intend for us to be in relationship with people who are not on that same path. Yeah. He really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean we reach don't reach out to those who are on that other path. No, yeah. But we don't walk alongside them on the path to destruction. Mm-hmm. We have to get them back to the right path Correct. with us, right? We don't mm-hmm. follow them. We ask them to follow us. Yeah. Um, we can still pray for those people, right? I still pray for my friend. I make point at least once a week. I still care a lot about her, but you have to yeah. fo- make sure you're following that road, road to righteousness. So, right. And Ultimately, God is, right? He's the one that we have to align ourselves with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who we answer to. Yeah. And we can't use the excuse of, well, that was a hard relationship to get out of. Or, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a time for excuses. Um, he knows our hearts. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to allow us to make up excuses for ourselves when he's clearly setting things mm-hmm. in a different direction. So um, good that you can see that. I think, like, you influence my oldest daughter just in a relationship. And I think it's super cool because God has surrounded my family with godly people that they can follow. Um, And you're one of those people. So I am grateful um, that you're a part of that little circle that we have here at VP of people that I know I can trust Mm -hmm. that they will speak life into my child's life, that they will challenge my child, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm not going to hear it from parents. So (laughs) I don't think any of us as teenagers do. No, teenagers just don't want to listen to it from their parents. So I am grateful. And um, yeah. God has really blessed our family by putting people in that circle that my kids know and love and trust. Um, and I know those people want the best for my kids. So Absolutely, yeah. um, I guess as we uh, close out the day, um, I don't have much of a blessing other than I just pray that today will be a day that you uh, maybe pause and think, you know, think about your testimony. Um, and think about what path are you taking? There are two paths, mm-hmm. as Heather beautifully brought up. Um, and we are called to walk one. 
and not the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you think about your path that you're on, um, is God calling you to maybe shift or to um, keep on walking? And um, just take some time today to think about that. So I pray that God will bless your Tuesday. You will all have a wonderful day and we will be back tomorrow. See ya. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.